thinking today? Well, you know what brought this thought up was the fact that we've experienced this mini heat wave in uh, the Chicagoland area, right? And I understand that we're supposed to not talk politics and religion because those are hot debate topics. That's cool. I'm fine with that. But the alternative got to be more than just weather because I can't deal with the, what do you do when somebody says hot enough for you? What, what's my response? What's, what are you supposed to say to that? No, <laughs> I want it to be 105. This is nothing to me. I don't like small talk. I've never been a small talk type of person. It's because to me, small talk is just, a t- most people do it to waste time. I don't think anybody enjoys it. Do you enjoy it? Do you just like, I love conversation that goes nowhere. <laughs> like, I do not. Well, people just, we all engage in it. And I'm just like, fam, I'd rather sit in silence than do the back and forth of small talk. Um, I saw Wale. And this is the thing, too. Wale was t- had tweeted, uh, he don't want no more phone calls. And I thought to myself, like, what are you talking? Like, what do you mean you don't want no more phone calls? This doesn't make any sense to me. All right. So he says, not sure if it's just me, but I never want to talk on the phone ever. Text me. Generic greetings irritate me so much. Then he followed it up with, I guess, uh, a script of what a generic greeting is. Hey, hey, what you doing? Nothing. Then he says, this is a nightmare of an exchange. I'm tired. Just text me. I promise it'll improve the quality of our lives. No, I'm with you, but that that person is calling because they're bored. Don't call me when you don't got nothing to talk about. If you if I pick yeah. up the phone and you just like, hey, I'm like, I'm gonna do the same. Like, what's up? And I hate people who call you and know they have a favorite ass, but then they bullshit it. So what you been up to? What yeah. Fam, what are you calling me for? Just get to the point. What we do don't we don't have to do this, this game at all. Especially when you haven't spoken to the person. Like in a while. Like anytime I ain't talk, anytime I ain't talk to somebody in a long time, and then you come and call, I'll be like, okay. They I hate something. when it's so how you been? How's the family? How's your mom, <laughs> your brother? What do you want? Because yeah, listen, I, I I admire what they're doing. They don't want to. They don't want to seem like an asshole. But we don't got to pretend. We just we can get straight to the uh, get into the proceeding this evening. How are you enjoying the weather? Well, how was your weekend and your week? Hot girl summer started um, early for you. <laughs> no, but I did get to go see Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw it. What did you think? Um, it was a movie. Um. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. It was okay to me. I'm in that realm as well. Um, we recorded. I'm gonna say I, I know we talk about things. So I know how deep we wanted to because we can actually talk about this movie. Um, but I know you know spoilers or whatever. Um, listen, I, we don't have to really. I don't think we have to go into it. Well, we might. I'll, I'll put it in the chapter notes if you want to skip past this part. But um, the thing is, I think what irritates me sometimes about these Marvel movies, we were working towards the goal when we got to Endgame. And you were like, oh, okay, I can see the big bad. And I guess Kevin Feige or somebody at the higher-ups of Marvel said they're not going to do that again. It's not like this team-up movie. And I, why not? It works so well. So you give us Kang and Loki, I'm still waiting on this man. So, like, what are we doing? And 
they're playing around. I get Spider-Man, and I and I understand because of COVID, certain things had to happen. Like, this movie is supposed to come out before the Spider-Man movie. Fine, cool. So the Spider-Man movie, I get resetting things back to zero. This movie, I don't understand resetting things back to zero because they're teasing yeah. us so much with the X-Men. What do you do? If you're not going to bring them in here, when are we bringing them in? What are we waiting for? You know, with X-Men, First Fantastic all, Four. That was, yeah, that was one of the moments I was excited, even though I knew it was the multiverse. I think, I, I don't know if I said it on here or just in general before talking, but I was so happy that Professor X was Professor X. Yeah, it and was, not it was like a, a new actor. Because it was a cartoon. He was Professor X too. Yeah, the yellow. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like he was, but he was just so spot on to me as Professor X that I just didn't want to see anybody else play that role. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. So when that happened, I was like, "Yay!" Like I was excited for that. And then the second thing, well, that was the last thing because he came out last. Then my other one was Agent Carter. Keep a check. The lady. Oh, I don't know the yeah, Pe- name, yeah, Peggy. But, yeah. <laughs> But she keep a check. Yeah. I'm trying to tell, like, do you do any? I don't know if I've ever seen her on other stuff because she keep she keep a marble check in a job. Like anytime you need her, they just call her up. Hey, yo, we need you to be in this. Okay. Yeah, and I wasn't I wasn't upset at um the Scarlet Witch being the big bad. It's just did we know she was the big bad? No, no, no. Like. I like I didn't get that from the trailer, which is probably the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I'm like, it, uh, the movie just I, it wasn't needed. Maybe that's what it is. It wasn't a movie that was needed to me. But it should I mean, have I been. I guess in a sense it probably was. But to me, it's like if we're gonna do this multiverse, we gotta start bringing things in. But at the end, he closes off, goes back to his home, and we back to zero. I'm like. I mean, he, I get the post credit. He goes off into space. I'm like, y'all are really fascinated with space. And I don't know if this space is going to be able to work. We got Guardians. But see, that's the part that always kills me after a while. Like, when I see these, sh- okay, not that the original, like we met Thor and we knew he was from out of space or yeah. whatever. But sometimes I feel like the comics or whatever, they started to go so far from reality that is, when it comes to shows, it makes me slightly lose interest. Yeah, because in my head I'm like, this shit just it ain't real, yeah. and I know this is fantasy, so like I know that, but it's something about the realism of like Tony Stark building a suit to be this person, like that can happen, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it's gotten deeper and deeper and deeper. The whole out of space things that I know is coming is just I don't know. That's probably why I really didn't watch Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, I watched both of them, but they're not the movies I go back and watch if I'm gonna rewatch Marvel movies. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, part one more than part two. And uh, just, yeah, me too. Visually, I thought I thought Guardians was good, but also the soundtrack. It was like, oh, you know, eighties music. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing that I wanted to think? I thought about during this movie with um, Scarlet. The, uh, America's cool. <laughs> I guess it, you know what what really messes it up. Even we went through this whole movie for her to learn for her to become oh, that confident was, it was like just, the storyline was driving me bonkers yeah like, and, and i feel like the only thing that they really cleaned up at the end was the fact that okay because i because when you're watching you get to the end you i thought to myself she cannot beat scarlet witch the way you guys have built her up and i understand in the comics she's a, a force to be reckoned with so the fact that they just showed her the reality and know that the mom that the kids would be loved and all that i was like all right that makes way more sense because y'all was gonna give me america whooping um 
Scarlet Witch ass. I was gonna be Wanda. I was like, nah, this this can't be. I thought they did good with that. Um, oh, here's the wildest part. This this might sound crazy to some people. Doctor Strange doing magic, you know, not being the Sorcerer Supreme because he got blipped out. Cool. America being able to go from multiverse. Cool. Um, Scarlet Witch being hell bent on getting her kids. Cool. I can I can I can suspend disbelief. But you attending the love of your life's wedding, fam. He really told this woman, which is what poetic. I've loved you in every universe. I can't do it. I, at, at best, I'll send a gift, but I can't do it. I'm sitting there watching you. Like, fam. Yeah, I'm not attending a love in my life's wedding. That's, <laughs> that's like, foolish. Steven, you got to do better. But because I never read the Doctor Strange comic book. So I do know that, you know, watching YouTube videos, short, Shorty That Comes, that's his love. That's his wife, Cleo, whoever he takes away. Charlize Theron's character, that's the girl he's with. The the Christine character oh, they made up for okay. the movie. She don't even exist. All right, that's our brief. Um, What's the name? How was your mother's? I didn't like Zombie. I did not like Zombie Strange. Oh, yeah. I, but I did think the music fight was good. I thought that music fight was cool. And, uh, and all I the... saw it in 3D, so that was dope. I'm not gonna hold you. Oh, like, I yeah. didn't even, my friends bought the ticket. I didn't even know we was going to see it in 3D until we got there, and it was the, uh, the glasses in, on the table. I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so we're doing this. <laughs> and so I'm watching it, and so the beginning scene, like the very when he's dreaming, quote unquote, yeah, 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 with yeah. all the graphics and the 3D and the fight, like all of that was super dope to me, which I feel like kind of saved the movie for me. I was I like the um, Sam Raimi giving us a little horror. I wish they would have went all in, because Wanda part parts was scary. But y'all had oh, her killing the part when they was in the thing and she was going through the, the reflections. Kicking oh us my goodness! Good. Yeah, the ring. Yeah, yeah it felt like a coin. I was like, okay, that's interesting. I don't. Okay, that's okay. Like, kind of what I was doing in the movie. Like, mm, I think right. what they didn't do a good job of was explaining that because if you watch it and don't pay attention, it kind of just seems like Wanda has got into her head. I have my kids during WandaVision. I need my kids. The I'm going to get my kids. But somebody explained to me that the dark hold has a hold of her. And that's what corrupted her. And because it corrupted the other Stephen Strange in the other mm-hmm. universe. And I was like, oh yeah. I felt like that I got I missed that. I just because she wanted her kids at the end of WandaVision. So before she sure. so, I mean she finds the book, but it was like she was already looking for her kids, so I was like, oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Is she dead? Nah, nah. I must say, because I said no, but I just thought I asked. Nah, nah, she's not dead. Um, True to form, we've been doing this for about nine, almost nine years now. We did not talk about Mother's Day <laughs> last week. We didn't say no happy mm-hmm. Mother's Day or anything. What did you do for your mom for Mother's Day? I cooked her dinner and gave her money. Those were her two requests. Here's the part. She goes, I would really like a steak dinner. Like, it's going to be so nice. Maybe we should put a steak on the grill. I go, I could do that. I can do steak. She was like, and you know, you made this macaroni not too long ago. It was so good. I would like the macaroni. I go, okay, I could do that too. And then you made these candy yams. And I'm like, Okay. Double up on the start. Let's go. Some greens. Oh, 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 hold up, hold up. (laughs) Three sides. Listen, the lady requested Thanksgiving dinner. 
And then. And then dessert. <laughs> she requested a Thanksgiving dinner for Mother's Day. That's right. All to not show up for it. She had a hot date? What's going on? <laughs> like, wait, what? She went out and did her little thing, but like, I slaved over the stove in the grill. And did you did didn't. you did you get a um what's that called? Oh fam, I forgot the terminology, but um did you know what her whereabouts were? Like, you know, when you get to prepping, did you call them like, all right, so dinner gonna be ready about an hour. Where you at? You know, let me didn't put out the APV. She didn't hit you up. Because she, she had to work that day. Okay. So I'd assumed she would go to the house after work. She did not. She went out as if you did not put in for this request. And as if I didn't tell you I was going to make it. <laughs> um, For me, well, before we get to me, my cousin, he pointed out, um, he made this post on Facebook and I'm paraphrasing. I could go look it up, but I'm lazy. But he asked about how men who are, who have mothers and also are, you know, have a mothers of their child who they should be getting a gift for or whatever. It just threw it out there. Like he got a gift. Obviously he got a gift for his wife and all that. But I don't think, and I can, I, I can one up him because not only do I have a mom, I have a wife who has a child and she was also born in May. So that like fam, what are we doing? Anyway, you know what I learned about Mother's Day that I did not know. Maybe you knew, but I didn't know that Mother's Day was created for those who lost a child. Oh, did not know this little. I thought yeah. it's not a fun. I fact. don't know when the transition <laughs> happened, but the original reason behind Mother's Day was to celebrate women who you know lost a child. Um, so yeah, interesting, interesting. So um, what did I end up doing? I got some flowers. I went, I, I, I called myself being smart and went and ordered Sarah some Portillo's because she loves Portillo's. And there was a line. And this Portillo's opened up at 10.30 in the morning and my my order was supposed to be done at 10.55. So I, I thought I was gonna. I did not know that a lot of people use Portillo's for catering. So people were just getting these big orders early. I was, I was looking at them like, eh, yeah, I guess, I mean. Do what you got to do. And then I got her um, a $200 gift card, like basically a spa day for her, some spots she likes to go to. That's nice. Thanks. And then for my mom, my brother told me he be she steals his charger. Because, well, you know this. When you when you update your, um, when you got a latest iPhone, they give you the fast charger, which is lightning to USB-C. And she discovered mm-hmm. that my brother had one of these. And she tried to borrow, uh, I think she tried to borrow the cord. He said, it's not going to work. You need to have a different block. Or whatever. So I ended up buying her her own cord, and she was excited about that. I got her some flowers as well. But I am 0 for 2 of going over my parents' house. Now, this is a, a, probably a new record. I've been over there every weekend for a month, uh, from Easter to Mother's Day. On Easter and Mother's Day, no food. <laughs> it's like I had to go a couple of weeks ago to get food, and then – uh, this day everybody just laid up. I'm thinking my dad's gonna get in the grill. He went to go take a nap. I'm like, all right, cool. I guess I get. I'm not. Listen, I'm gonna be back on Father's Day. That's when I'm coming back. I am not <laughs> doing this with them at all. 
Speaking of Mother's Day, though, there was supposed to... I think I'm the only person that's noticed this. I've seen no one talk about this. But when Versus put out a schedule, there's supposed to be a Mother's Day special. Did that happen? Oh, yeah. that was the Easter one, huh? Yeah, With we had an Easter food. one. Mm. I'm like, what happened? They had a fight. Yeah, I know something. what what yeah, that's coming up. But I But you I you know when I saw the fight, I was like, Oh, y'all running a little slow on these verses. So I guess that's gonna be ending real soon. <laughs> I I I just thought it was, I I said it was gonna be kind of tough when outside opened up. So yeah, it's a I'm looking at this, they they're still up. I actually don't think it would be if you select things, select people that they people want to see. I think you might be I think running you out still make fetch happen. I think you might be running out of people. All right. So look, April 17th, Mary Mary BB uh, versus BB and CC Wines. That happened. May 8th, Mother's Day special. That didn't happen. May 14th, which is tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we were recording this on a Friday, guys. Um, Triloverse 5. I think that's the um, boxing special with Onyx and Cypress Hill. And then there's something supposed to be happening Memorial Day weekend is the next one. We'll, we, we, we will see if that happens. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm like scrolling through verses. Like, where is that fly? <laughs> that one. What's the date on this one? Does it still have it on it? Oh, I gotta actually click it, don't I? You gotta actually go to it on Instagram. Uh, March 23rd yeah, is when it, yeah. There's a Juneteenth special. Like, what are you gonna do for that? Um, and then the first label matchup in July, and then August 8th is 808 day. Oh, yeah. I'm here for this label matchup, though. I wonder who they, what labels they go. But see, like to me, if you pick two late, two good labels, this could be fun. Like that can be giving me like a bad boy and a so-so death or something. This could be fun. The only problem with a bad boy versus so-so death label is Jermaine doesn't get to use Mariah or Usher. He produced those albums, but they were not on so-so death. That is and true. That that, that right. significantly hurts him. That that is true. But that is true. But they hadn't been no more producer ones. I know. I miss those because you got a lot more albums. You got a lot more artists yeah. to say. And you know, on the big stage, they did like Timbaland and Swiss over, but you ain't did nobody else like no. um, produ- producer wise. I've been listening to some R and B. If I got this, okay. I, I was um speak. We was talking about Bad Boy. Uh, I went back to the take Carl that, the that. Carl Thomas album, Emotional, which I think is an underappreciated okay. album. And I wanted to run this I'm by you because because I feel like you you would you would know. And anybody in the audience, let me know. Obviously, the standout song on that album is "I Wish." Right, it's a single. It's catchy. Jay Z threw it in. Um, I want to love you, baby. Whatever that song was on on the Dynasty album. Uh, is that the last, or at least one of the last times? An R&B single from a male had that much vulnerability in it. Because while he says, I wish I never met her, there's a part in that song where he says um, she decided to stay with him for the family. But what about me? This brother was hurting. He was hurt. He was in his feelings about this. He fell in love with this married woman. If that song is so old, my ass was thinking, why are you trying to ponder some? I thought, Man, no kids got to be grown by now. Y'all can get back together now. Sure. <laughs> that was like 2003. Or so I was like, vulnerable man. So. so here's the thing. 
So that's around 2000, 2001. All right. Well, so you got to get there. We know Chris has come out, but Chris didn't give us too much vulnerability. Um, Trey, your side of the bed, but it seems like she went to work. But the video seemed like she was dead, your right? Because um, he's almost, because in the lyrics, he's like, I wonder if she's ever coming back. But I think in the video, she dies. I, I can't remember. I didn't go back and watch the video. Who else? Is all right. Amarion, Icebox, but that doesn't sound vulnerable. That means like fuck the world now. I'm cold to the world. Has true, another true, true. It, was that it? Was that I'm it? really sitting here like who else was making songs? <laughs> making songs. I really was going down Trey Song stuff. Like, you really don't have a vulnerable son? Um and Breezy, I haven't even listened to all of Breezy's songs. I'm old, yeah, here's the thing. If we're he, only because he got a lot of songs. We're only doing singles. So all I'm talking obviously these oh, artists, yeah, because I wish was a single. I'm like, when's the last time a male has put out in our? What year is this, guys? I want to get this correct. Uh, actually, 1999. Uh, Tyrese well, ain't gave us nothing. All right, February 15, 2000 uh, was when the single came out. Let's look at Tyrese's singles. I'm like Tyrese. I just keep y'all always screaming and begging on me back about <laughs> something. So. He was like the new age Keith Sweat or something. Uh, Tyrese. Yo, shout um, out to Tyrese. Well, maybe I'm just saying that because he be begging in real life and getting on my nerves. All right. So after 2000, he asked, I like them girls. What am I going to do? Maybe that's it. And just a baby boy. So maybe what am I going to do? Oh, well, see, how are you going to act like that is not vulnerable? It's close, though. But it seems like he put her in that situation. Signs of love yeah. making. Pick up the phone. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, that's on Too Fast. You Tank ain't got nothing. Oh, Tank no. got you. What about Tank, I, Tank yeah, got I'm you. Yeah, I'm about to say, what, what about now? Because that's Tim just explaining. What's the song? Deserve? I deserve. Maybe maybe oh, okay. I deserve. But uh, Tank or Jaheim, one of them two had to have put out a single, a single that was vulnerability, filled with vulnerability. Because, yo, if 2000 was the last time, whew. That makes sense to me <laughs> because R and B. No, because R and B music for me interpreted to like fucking music, and not that that's not what it was. Like you had, you know, sexual songs, but like it seemed like most of them songs was now really all about like sex. Oh my gosh. Well, all right. Tell you got a song in two thousand seven called "Please Don't Go." I know good and well that's a photo of Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right, yeah. Please so two thousand seven might be. The cutoff of when men were just like, fuck it. But also, 2010, <laughs> he had I Can't Make You Love Me as a single. That's probably up there, too. So sad that it was far and few between. That dudes were I'm like, like, no, seriously. So in the teen, in the teens, there's nothing in the teens? From who? Jaheem or? I mean, I, take just, I'm just like thinking. like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Thing? You got to. Because. Chris Brown did not put that Karuchi. I don't think that Karuchi song was a was a single. Karuchi. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Golly, that's so so. And looking at Chris Brown's discography is gonna be tough because that dude just dropped out. Remember he had the album with fifty songs on there. It's like what that's what I'm saying. That's why I said I ain't listen to all of Chris Brown songs because he got too many. All right, let's go. Two thousand. All right, let's see. So deuces, obviously no. Yeah, no bullshit. Look at me now. Beautiful people. She ain't you. Maybe she ain't you in 2011. 
uh, Wet the Bed, Strip, Turn Up the Music, Sweet Love, Till I Die. That's what Big Sean and Wiz Khalifa, so I don't know what he's doing on that, though. Don't Wake Me Up, Don't Judge, Fine China, Don't Think They Know with Aaliyah. That was a good song. Love More, Loyal. We, we Frank don't lo- Ocean ain't got nothing. Yeah, uh, Think About You. Frank Ocean's Think About You. Good, good call. That's vulnerable. Yeah, that's a vulnerable song. That is a good one. Bruno. Bruno ain't got nothing on that. for vulnerability. He's album. always smooth and I'm a uh, I'm trying, nah, them in some of the beginning albums. I'm trying to think of his well, singles. Well, he wasn't like fully yeah, well, he, yeah, he didn't go well, all the way. Testing, yeah. No, he was he was trying another genre of music at the time. All right, let's Miguel. Miguel ain't got nothing. Miguel was all about sex though. Uh, that's true. Bobby's Bobby's before the 2010. I'm gonna say Bobby V. Do Bob's uh what's this nigga single? John like? Legend. I've never heard of John Legend album, so no, no, that. yeah, but it's uh, yeah, you only have to you remember you only have to hear the singles. Just the way you are, maybe is uh maybe for Bruno. Uh, grenade that the lazy song, talking to the moon, marry you, it will rain, count on me, locked out of heaven. Locked out of heaven is vulnerable. Yeah. Neo, Neo didn't have him by the 2010s. No, because Neo is almost done. I mean, his last well, his I'm sorry, his last great writing was uh irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but his his biggest songs where he was on them, singles as a lead artist. Yeah, you get to 2010. Let me love you in 2012. Until you learn to love yourself. I hated that song. Champagne life 2013. Anthony Hamilton, but but you remember you said the tens. We've we've already established he the tens. Song in the tens. We can you can like well, I mean that was just last decade. All these guys had already peaked. We already got to uh, well we already established that um what you call it that music I wish soul child again by the ten thousand tens. They were <laughs> <laughs> you can let's see Anthony Hamilton. A music guy too. Well, well, shoot. If music put out some music, he was mostly putting out the vulnerable songs. So if music yeah. put out some music, I'm pretty sure that uh, let's go. See, when you get to 2011, uh, um, he has Woo. I'm, I'm on Anthony Hamilton. Woo, I'll wait. Pray for me, best of me, freedom, amen. What I'm feeling, mercy, you made a fool of me. I'm sorry. I should have started what I'm feeling. So I went from 2011 to 2016. Mercy and You Made a Fool of Me is 2020 and 2021. Yeah, the singles start to sh- shriek. Music. Uh, soul Child. Running out of time. Shut up. <laughs> Music Soul Child. <laughs> Let's see. This is going to be the last one. Uh, da, 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 da. Where are the singles at? Yeah, so you get to 2010. Silky Soul. Anything. Yes. Feel the Fire. I do simple things. Start over. And that was in 2017. What you you got somebody? How'd you got hit? You was like right. I was gonna say Jamie Foxx, but I, the, I I'm like the, the album that I was thinking of was in the 2000s. That's why I was like, wait, no, not yeah, Jamie. It's, yeah, it's tricky because you that thing you got to think about the singles because I was like, it's rare for men to be vulnerable in a single. It, they gonna do it on a yeah. deep cut. Oh man, they are going to do it on a deep cut on that album. But to be like, yo, I'm gonna put this one out here. I mean, if this was the 80s, it'd be nothing. Keith Sweat would own it. Late, late 80s and early 90s. Speaking of Keith Sweat, did you see this video of Cut Close? No. 
Hey, I'm Athena. And I'm Tabitha. And I'm Levon. And, and we, we are, are Cut, Cut Close. Close. And we need your support for the second album, big time. Cut Close is asking for money. They put out this YouTube. I mean, this is on. No, uh, they didn't. Yeah, they put out a. No, they they, they want to start a GoFundMe. They said you guys have no, been begging for a second album since the. Um, what was the last album? Oh, Surrender. People out here asking for a, a Cut Close album. I listen. This is no disrespect. A hundred thousand is wild. And you got to understand when you're the when you are a Cut Close. I say, is that hundred thousand for production, or you need production in writing? Either way, either way, you could wherever y'all at. If you if I find out cut close live in Atlanta, they should be ashamed of themselves because there are some up and coming producers you should just link with and can get that done for maybe a half or a quarter because they just want that look to be like, yo, I I want to get I want to get on this album. I know who y'all are. I know your style. I can update it. But to get on here and ask, remember when uh, TLC asked for money? I was about <laughs> to say that. Like, what happened to that? Uh, that album was not good. Those people should ask for a refund. Oh, they did drop it out. Yeah, they I don't recall. Oh man, we went we went down that hole. I meant to talk about the three the the three best R and B albums from a Chicago artist. And yes, I know Carl Thomas is not from Chicago; he's from Aurora. Um, then is that from R Kelly? Has to be Carl Thomas, Emotional, Dave Hollister, Chicago '85, the movie, and Donnell Jones, Where I Want to Be. Like they could have toured off those three albums. Those three could have. I was like, "Yo, I would go see this." They could have. They could have. Yeah, their crowd, their their goal TLC was one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And I wish I never met her at all, at all, at all. <laughs> Remember Mario Winans <laughs> dropped uh "If You Cheat Not a Woman." Oh man, I forgot about that. <laughs> you scared me with the way you read. I was like, "Wait, what?" Uh, I forgot about Mario Wyman. Yeah. But see, I thought, does that count as vulnerability? I thought about that song. Oh, uh, wait. Don't Know it was 1997. It was before. And he did a lot of writing on that Carl Thomas album. That makes sense. Yeah, don't know. You see uh, Diddy got a, a new R&B label coming? I saw that. I did. Linked up with Motown. I, I like to see it. I'm, I, I miss I'm R&B. intrigued. I miss R&B. I, I am, and I'm I'm intrigued. Was Mario Winers not a real Winers? I thought he was. It don't say it. Did we just assume because it was the last name? <laughs> yeah, you're singing. You're just like, oh, so you didn't want to do the gospel right. You wanted to do... Uh... He wanted to get a secular music. <laughs> yeah, but even his Wikipedia just says um, his career. Don't have like early life or anything. Oh, probably not. Did Mario ever put out anything? Cause I see Mario. Mario. Yeah, huh. did he ever put you out? Right, Mario. How I forget my Mario, and I like him. You saw him perform, right? Did he, do, did he do any uh, any uh, any vulnerability out there? I'm, you know, you know me, what? Though. I'm so trash Here's because a, low key is bring my hair kind of vulnerable. Like he is crooning about you know yeah, this woman yeah, like, like <laughs> wanted this woman to touch his hair, on. touch him in this intimate moment Baby, he shared. Take it slowly, front to back, side to side, crisscross. Get creative with girl. Do your thing. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> crying out for me. Oh is yeah, that one. I need to look at the lyrics. That's my problem. I be knowing songs and I 
realize what I be singing, but I be just knowing the song. Maybe crying now for me. That was him. Lloyd ever do any, any when any? I listen to Mario, you be like, Oh, Lloyd, did Lloyd have anything? Because Lloyd has some songs. The, the well, fact, his singles was more party hits. The so. fact that we struck, like, if I told my dad in 1975 to give the voter, he'd be like, A2 Pound to Brig, uh, I want to go outside and cry in the rain. And like, he would have been naming these, like, they was killing it. It's like, Phil, you better get to crying on these songs. That's how you're gonna get these ladies. How do I breathe? That's another one for yeah. Mario, too. Come on, Mario, trying to save it. Last at the last second, I don't know if you've seen this video, but it was it was it was the talk of the town for for about a uh, a day. The video of Partisan and Megan The Stallion having the night of the life at the club, and he picked her up. And this was this this video of him now. If y'all don't know Partisan Fontaine, they've been dating for a while. He's six six, she five ten, I believe. And they're on the dance floor, kissing, touching, rubbing, juking, you know. I said joking, yo. Um, crying. <laughs> 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 um, let me see you juke, juke. Man, yo, that music still would take me back if we was at some place and that shit started coming on. I'm like, oh, wow. But he picked her up and women wanted to be picked up. And I think a lot of dudes watch, just look at the timeline and just assume every woman wants to be picked up without asking the girl you actually talking to if she wants to be picked up my question is how would you feel how do you feel about being on the dance floor and being picked up because you know i don't know partisans from the islands somebody said that was that was they like that's our culture and i was like partisan from the islands don't or? pick me up <laughs> do not pick me up you want you uh you want to be picked up and twirled and then spun around <laughs> what is this 1950 yo they're gonna throw you in between the legs and put. When you saw that, well, I'm not gonna hope. When I, I was like, "Yo, they are. They were work. We really. It was our. That was a workout. But how I was, do you? First of all, okay, I got questions about that. How do you know? You know how you like dance? They be like, you have followed. Like you have the one yeah, you yeah, follow. Yeah. The guy but leads. like, but the lead, yeah, like, um, what? <laughs> I'm supposed <laughs> to trust you. For flinging me and swinging me in between your legs and stepping up and you know throwing what? me like we got we got to put it. This in, ain't we, we ain't practiced this. We got to put it in the context too, though. Um, diets were hella different back then, and two, they wasn't sexing like that. So that mean that was probably they sex. I'm pretty sure there was girls going to the little sock hop talking about I can't wait to be picked up. Like, fam, <laughs> <laughs> I want to be picked up. Billy is going to toss me. We are going to do because we, as much as we love the late eighties, early nineties, it was our generation to stop dancing. It just started grinding on each other, just having sex with our clothes on. Because you, that you can watch a- from house party from nineteen ninety to nineteen ninety nine, and that span dance changed from house party to um, um, ain't my type of hype to back that thing up. Type of hype, baby. Dancing changed. Now listen, they did grind. <laughs> they did grind in that part too. There was some grinding. They got a we girl. We used to have, and that's when they started grinding on each other. And uh, then them early two thousands, we was definitely sexing on the dance floor. <laughs> but I feel like because we grew up on sex music, I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> we grew up on nineties music, which was so very much sex music, and that's what it was. <laughs> see, see, we just just destroyed it. All right. Don't pick her up. Uh, the iPod is dead. Did you ever have one? An iPod? 
iPod. Yeah. I still have them. They are in the drawer. Oh, you had a you had a collection. Which one you had? The shuffle, the nano. The... I had the nano. No, <laughs> nano is the small one, the sl- right? Is, no, the, yeah. There, there's the slim version, and then there was the the brick. There's a brick iPod, like iPod Classic. Oh no, then there's a, there's another one. Yeah, the, the nanos were most I like had rectangles. The slim one, they but, were like, yeah, okay. I had the slim one. I had two. One that was orange that I bought, and then I had the yellow one. I had a yellow that somebody gave me because my orange one was like dying, and they was like, "Come, you can have this one." Like you know, yeah, yeah. And so I have the two, but at the time, what I really wanted was the touchscreen one that looked like a freaking iPhone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's that the one, was the one I wanted. That's the one I got off of craigslist in like 2007 or something like that for like 100 mm-hmm. bucks and that was my entryway that's what i because i don't i don't think i definitely didn't have an android back then and android probably wasn't android when that when uh when ipod touches what came uh that far because i think you had to wait till the droid came out and that was only on verizon and i didn't have verizon but yeah just downloading the apps playing with it jailbreaking it um it's, it lasted. It started in two thousand one. Two thousand one. iPods were dope. They were cool. I don't cool. even know why I still have these iPods. I have. We, we crack jokes. Me and my homegirl crack jokes about holding on to technology for absolutely no reason. Just like what do we like? What do we think is gonna happen? The world gonna come to the end, and it's gonna be this landfill, and you are gonna need all these parts to put some shit together that we don't know how to do any fucking way. And I say that because I'm cleaning out the basement, and I pull like all these old like charger cords. Why do I still have them? What am I gonna put them in? Yo, I'm. I'm but good. I still got them. Oh, see, yeah, no, I can't. I can't do it. I'm. I. I would. I mean, I threw them away. But my point, like at the time, it was like, why was I holding on? To oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm talking about the big fat ones with the little. You know, you had to push it like the real fat. I, I don't oh, know like, the name of those. Yeah, that but, goes into like a, a a PC desktop or something like that. Like those. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. what? What? Yeah, I. I. I at one point, I had to have, you know, you had the USB, you had a Lightning, a USB A, a USB C, and then uh, the micro USBs. I hated those. I think I still have to have one because of uh, my Kindle. Still uses it, and I almost, mm-hmm. I was like, should I just get the new Kindle that has USB C? And then I thought, I, be, I wish there was a Kindle that had wireless charger, so I just set it down and it just be done with it. But at the well, I have to, I have to think about what I still have. You know, when you talk about whether if I have something that still used it, obviously I would keep it. But I won't keep more than one because that would be the problem, too, because you were buying so many products. Yeah. If you had a tablet, a couple of phones, and they would give you cores constantly. Yeah. So you're just like, why do I have yeah. all these? I have a lot of bricks. I have a lot of, like, iPhone bricks in this drawer. I was like, well, I guess. <laughs> that, that, that come in handy sometimes. Yeah. Well, I keep one in my car. Oh, just when you're out somewhere, like you. Okay. Yeah, I keep the brick in case, like for whatever reason, my phone not charging or it's not, char- so I can go to wherever I'm going to and still be able to charge my, you know. Even though I love that everybody is updating to these USBs, because why the fuck not? Yeah, I just saw that Apple may do it in 2023, but I'm thinking about replacing my phone this fall. So this might be the year where I just hold a phone for one year and then trade it back in, because USB C would be so. So convenient if everything just used the USB C. Be so good. Uh, before we get into um, some television shows, Taraji P. Henson is going to be hosting the BET Awards. You got any, any thoughts? I think she'll do a good job. It's like a triple. Didn't she do it last year? 
I vaguely remember the BT Awards last year, and I'm pretty sure we probably I talked about it. Yeah. But I thought she, I think she did it last year, but I've been expecting Taraji to be great. I did not watch um, Atlanta. I just remembered that. Yesterday's episode or last week's episode? Mm-hmm. What was last week's episode? So, uh, Paperboy got high. She be looking, y'all, she looking at me like Red Fox and he, high. he hung out with Lorraine. They were, so him and him and Darius like took this cookie and some drugs or whatever. And then he starts, yeah, I guess you didn't see Oh, it. right, right. <laughs> I did watch that. Okay. I did. Yeah, she, I did. You're right. She hosted it last year too. All right. And he was tweaking. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. Because I didn't watch yesterday's episode I, either. So we didn't, we were going to talk about that, but we can talk about that. Uh, a couple other things. Queens got canceled. I saw that. I feel so bad for them. I was looking forward to the second season. Yeah, I think it was it was going to be tough because of uh, Eve having the child and then she was off. And I don't know if people liked Remy Ma. So I mean, Remy wasn't on there all the time. She, oh, she, she wasn't. You know, no, uh, she was on like two episodes or something. Oh, okay. But then uh, you watch All American. That Homecoming got renewed. I don't know if you watch Homecoming, but I do not. I, I watched like when they introduced you know how they have the regular show and they do the pilot within the, the show that we yeah, know. Yeah. So I watched that and then I started to watch the uh, when it actually came on TV I tried to watch that first episode but I don't know if it's because a whole bunch of new characters even though I met them characters I just didn't care. I don't know. Maybe I'll go back and binge it but All American is my stuff like that. That's what I'm watching faithfully every Monday. Is it all right? I know you, but you've seen the back end pilot. Does All mm-hmm. American Homecoming in the same place, or is it no? Di- okay, it's they call it Homecoming because she goes to an HBCU and in Atlanta. It's okay. really wide. Okay. okay, yeah. So she, her and Jordan was a thing on All American in Cali, and they were supposed to go to the same school, but her auntie was a professor at this university in Atlanta, Frankston or something like that. And her auntie was like, come check us out. And so she went down there and she, you know, liked the black vibe and the culture. And it, it had like one of the best programs or athletic program because she like a tennis player or whatever. And so she meet these people that she, you know, become friends with. And so she decides to go to that school. Um, they try to do this whole long distance relationship thing, but in the last episode, they broke up. Okay. And um, how is the first two episodes of Real Housewives of Atlanta going? Like Real Housewives of Atlanta? <laughs> I uh, don't know. The I've, same. Drew husband gotta go. That's what's what it is. That nigga's toxic. And I don't like it. I don't like it. And it's so funny. They was like, what do you think about people saying that he's trying to gaslight you? That he be gaslighting you? And she was like, people say that all the time. I don't think so. And they was like, do you know what gaslighting me? And so she paused and then she Googles it. And when I tell you, I was like, your husband be gaslighting, sis, because by definition, okay, that nigga toxic. And he be, oh, I don't like him. I just I just don't like him. I don't like them types. Okay, there's two things I got to talk. I, I've seen, and I want to get your thoughts on it. One has to deal with Drew. I saw somebody tweet, I still can't get over the fact that Drew Sedora is a real person. Because <laughs> they keep seeing her from the game. And I was on it laughing. From the game. Yes. Uh, and the second one is, 
um, I see people say Marlo is doing too much. Not that she got that peach. Mm, I can see that? that. Did you see that? Who who was dated? They said Peter is dated Giselle. Rumor, rumor. It's not true. Trust me. You know I was already on it. <laughs> it's a rumor, but that's what I can't wait for. Potomac. Mm. But I'm at the point now. I just want you to watch Potomac <laughs> because the stuff that's going on over there. Apparently, they are icing Candace out. Uh, like oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, supposedly they icing her out. Supposedly or allegedly, um, Giselle told Candace that her man was like trying to holler at her or something like that, was flirting with her or something. And that's messy, messy. Uh, I hope we get to see the separation of Ashley Darby and her man. Like, I hope that's yeah, on yeah, camera. Yeah. Um, we need to, they really need to get rid of Robin because I really don't know why she there. Like, I get Giselle, Giselle that to start a pot. That's what she do, right? And then you love this classic beef between her and Karen. Like, cool beans. Robin, outside like maybe the first two seasons has just really been holding on and to me just being like Giselle's friend. Yeah. But that's it. All right. Anything else? I don't know what Wendy gonna do this season, and uh, I need to make sure I set my DVR for um the new show that got Monique on it. Yeah, I think I added that to our DVR because I know Sarah 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 forget, or she'll do the uh... oh I forget too, and I look at my DVR and be like, oh look, it's stuff for me to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, or she'll I'll, I'll I'll she'll watch something. I can't remember. Oh, speaking of, well, let me finish this thought. She'll watch something, and I, it, it'll, I will, I'll make the point. Yo, this got commercials. I said, why don't you just record this so you can just fast forward? And she will say, I don't want to clog up the DVR. I said it's unlimited space. It doesn't matter. Like you, you can just do whatever and just record whatever you want to record. And you can delete it. <laughs> why are we yeah. holding on to this stuff? Yeah, you're not gonna go back and watch them. I had to do that because I would just hold shit on my DVR. I'd be like, why? I'm not going to go back and watch this. And no. if I am, it's on demand or it's streaming somewhere. What did you... I, you probably see the promo for this. This I, I'm not a fan of every reality channel becoming ever, you know, each other. And we we were trying to explain this to Melissa. I said, you don't understand that when we were kids, the Discovery Channel really was animals it was because when we were younger national geographic wasn't a channel yet it was a magazine there was a kid version but this was where you went and watched animal documentaries now it's 90 day fiance like oh well not 90 well because that's on tlc but tlc used to be the only reality tv that was on tlc to when i was younger that i can remember is a wedding story and a baby story that was it it was really the learning channel so when i see Cause Sarah watches own, and then uh, Bravo got Love Match Atlanta. I'm like, what? Shouldn't this be on own? Y'all on the same network, like same company, right? Yeah, I think they are right. On no, own is with Discovery. So now, yeah, so Bravo's because Bravo's with Peacock with NBC uh, Comcast. So I'm like, why do you have Love Match Atlanta? That doesn't seem like everybody out blacking uh on BT. Just keep it a buck. Everybody just out doing BT. Where's the ideas for? Oh, them? absolutely. 
Uh, but you know, I feel like if all them shows was on BET, we wouldn't watch it. If the production value, we as kids, we used to be like, yo, why BET look like this? <laughs> like, why? True. You, but they did do successful with the, what was the show called with all the R&B singers in the house? I love, yo, where's the second season of and that And that was on BET. But the people need to get, what's his name, Stephen King? No, did I just lie? Is this that his name? No, it's that. I know who you're talking about. Carlos King? It's King, though. Carlos. It's something King. Carlos King, oh, thank you. Uh, I'm like, wait a minute, I lied. Um, that he does really well on shows, though. They like the beginning seasons of the Real Housewives was his. Yo, that show should have had a uh, R&B divas and stuff was his. He should. This that show should have really had a a reunion. That, it uh, should have. Where are we now? I ain't heard no music. <laughs> oh, they broke up though, right? I think I heard yeah, that, yeah, remember they which did. Which makes sense. Can we get another one? Can I get season two? Carlos, <laughs> have yeah. a discussion. Let's let's do that. So, what are we doing, Carlos? All right, let's talk about Atlanta. I think that's the last on our our list, which is hilarious that you were like, "Yo, what happened in Atlanta?" So, this is the thing. Just a brief synopsis of this episode, guys. Darius and uh, Paperboy Alfred go to this little what we would call a corner store, what New York would call a bodega, pick up some drugs. I guess that you got to drink and eat with this cookie. It was a cookie. And right before it ends up happening, Darius says, no matter what happens, just know I love you. And they see this guy in his goofy hat tripping. He's like, that's a tourist. Don't let that happen to you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm all for getting high, having fun, you know, leaving this reality. That is cool. If something is going to, if they tell me, Yo, you are going to trip. Can we please be in a closed off area? I do not need to be walking. Take me home. <laughs> yes, I like, no, that's what they tell you too. If you're going to trip out that hard, like people who take like shrooms or something, they will tell you like be around people you trust that you can be a good high with and be in the fucking crib. Don't be out there trying to live life. What? So I knew he was high with those kids. He was walking around this uh, Bordeaux. Look at me trying to, it's purple, y'all, uh, hat. And they was like, yo, it's Paperboy, it's Paperboy. So he tried to dip off. And when they took the kid, the baby, and started tossing it, I said, oh, he high as hell. Because I, I was mm-hmm. like, not believing. But he meets Lorraine, who tells him all about himself. You don't know your master, blah, blah, blah. And I was so confused about this, this character. Because I said, they're in Amsterdam. But her accent is not giving me Amsterdam. Where is she? Where is this woman from? She's telling him about hip hop and, she, and she's annoying. And I thought to myself, it reminded me of that one girl he met, he was hanging out with, who sort of kind of liked him, but said we should hook up, you know, for social media purposes. He got tired of her hanging. And I was like, damn, is he ever going to meet somebody he actually could just vibe with? I was hoping for this. But as the night progresses, they go to this club. She gets him out of there and all this. And he starts tweaking. It covers him. Up. I said, oh, man, he became just what Darius said. Fast cut. He wakes up in the bed. Uh, Ern and them found him. Ern and Darius found him. And during the, Lorraine says, you don't even know who owns your masters, blah, blah. And it made him paranoid because we know for the first three seasons, Ern has not been on his job. So, mm-hmm. like, so when he asks Ern who owns your masters and Ern takes a beat for a second he's like what who owns, who's my he's like you do and he thanked him you know for uh, having uh, this publishing and I thought that was a dope moment but then when he asked about yeah. Lorraine because as the night went through I'm not gonna hold I thought 
oh, it'd be kind of dope if Lorraine comes back to Atlanta with them. Like, I, this character was, I wanted to see her dynamic with everybody else. But that doesn't happen. And he says, your mom? So this woman might have been a manifestation of his mom. That's a hell of, that's yeah. a terrible high. Because maybe you, cause you can see maybe his mom is overbearing. He'd be like, you ain't never going to get your shit together. That's not, yeah. a, good, that's not yeah. a good trip. I don't want that trip. Can you imagine? Like, <sighs> it's I miss the fun, Atlanta. <laughs> you, yeah, it's some some of it is heavy handed. It like all, this season has been a lot. It's got funny moments. Don't get me wrong, but the first couple of seasons was like hilarious, and I'm, I'm, and I think that's why I don't like I don't be remembering these episodes because I'm like I watched it. And yeah, what was I'm, the funny? Yeah, like yeah, what the, what the funny was them calling him New Jazz. You do jazz. Is it me? But yeah, like I said, I had funny moments like when she was like, hey, yo, come on. And they like new jazz, and then they put the light on the scene. That's gone. where he was. Oh, he was about to have to perform in a second. But, but like, uh, what's your take on this, though? Was she all a figment of his imagination? Or. I don't know. Because he had a conversation with two other people while she was not there. Right. He was like, we're not fucking. So I was like, how would you be able to manifest that? Somebody wanted to run this theory that Darius is to blame for everything going wrong. Uh, first episode, this is not my theory. I remember I gave y'all, I gave y'all Paperboy continues to take L's. He took another one this episode. Uh, Darius hung out with Van. She liked his vibe, and now she off wandering the world. Darius did not stop Socks from attacking the Asian girl who says black guys like me. Uh, and then he let Socks in the crew and Socks stole the phone. And then mm-hmm. he uh, showed the white lady the restaurant that got overtaken. And then he got, he got Paperboy high as hell. So like his nonchalant yes. is causing chaos. Maybe. I maybe. wonder if this is going to come like full circle on the last on the season finale or something. Like somehow this all plays into something. I want to, and I'm always trying to get a feel on how big is Paperboy? Like he's, is he Drake level over there? Is he ASAP Rocky level? Is he big? Sh- Where is he at? Oh, the total pole yeah. over there in this, in this country. People recognize him. I don't know. I don't know. Alright. That is the episode. I don't think we got anything this weekend. Not that I can think of. Uh, hope no. you guys enjoyed it. You can tweet me at one and only. I'm just happy we got 10, I got 10 more days of these kids because this school year has been <laughs> the longest. They are wild. Uh, you can tweet me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. SX Shell. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappity Chat. I'm Nils with the Z Shell. Make sure you follow the website 1550F. Check out other podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe to the Patreon. Until next time, guys. I say peace. She says bye.